0: Now. And now, Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is not. Gunderson, But I am Spencer Kitley and this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Bachelor Nation pod on the After Reality Podcast Network presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral for reality.com. That is where we play all of our fantasy games. The challenge game is still live um, as that season begins to wind down. But the big one is right here. It's the Bachelor. Only three episodes in, sign up to play along as you watch Joey's season. Play along with your friends, your coworkers, your family, whoever else loves Bachelor Nation in your world. It's a fun way to pursue the season. As far as today, Kate, still on on maternity leave, so we are bringing you the solo pod, and I have all kinds of thoughts here. Sorry we're a little late getting this episode out this week. We'll be back on track next week. And also apologies that Will and I did not get a mixed bag out to you this week. It's just been one of those weeks with all of the things happening, but didn't want to let this one go by. We come into the week. There's plenty going on. We've set, set the stage for quite a bit more. I think we're probably on the cusp of getting ready to get out and travel. And so far, I like Joey as a lead. And there are some lim- women on the cast that I really like. Some others that eh, the jury's still out on those. I'm excited to get into all that. I uh, hope you are enjoying the season. hope you're enjoying your reality TV. pump Rules, also, just a couple episodes into the season. The Challenge 39 is starting to ramp up. And um, some other stuff just around the corner, like uh, later this month. Summer House will be back. We'll talk about that on The Mixed Bag. Survivor should be coming back in the next, oh, probably six, seven weeks. So that will be back on our television screens and then in so, so much more. But before we get into anything about The, the Bachelor, let's... Remind you where you can find us online. You can follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, After Reality podcast. Also, a reminder, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Maybe it's where you're listening right now. And don't forget to check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. So we enter this week. And enter Jesse Palmer. Didn't catch if we, if we had a graphic up for him. Uh, He's an age wiser, or a year a, a year and age wiser. We do know that because he made uh, light of it on his Twitter when he did change. Um, Maria, though, she is claiming she and Sydney have buried the hatchet. TBD. And fast forward, <laughs> no, they haven't. Uh, this week, two fun group dates, one very romantic one-on-one date. And first off, group date number one. I am looking for Mrs. Wright. That includes Edwina, Kelsey, A, Lexi. Allison, who doesn't have her sister anymore, Medina, Krissa, Leah, Sydney, and Maria. So the the latter two being the ones that eh, maybe have a bit of a quarrel. And of course, these girls all think that they're Mrs. Wright. And we enter a theater with Joey on stage and what looks like it's going to be maybe the Mrs. Wright competition. And as and he has a few ladies here to help. Golden Bachelorette, Susan, April, Kathy, and my personal favorite, Nancy. The Asking ladies. And if you're asking, we are a telling. And I kind of like what they did here. Like, for The Bachelorette, we keep having this thing of, like, hey, we're making the guys wear Speedos or do silly things. And, like, we went with kind of, like, a little lazy Sunday sleepwear, a little athleisure-adjacent, and I liked it. And so that was part of it, the, the sleepwear, the Q&A, as well as the talent show, which was a little thin in the talent department. So there's stages to this. Maria really brings the energy and tosses Joey a smelly, dirty sock in the lazy Sunday portion Sydney admits to having faked it, and Kathy wants to know of Kelsey a what happens when she's trapped in an elevator with Joey. Boom, boom, boom. Lexi gets hit with Joey's most attractive quality, and she cites his heart and sincerity. Good answer. Edwina, not a singer, but she gets up there and sings, and and not all that bad. Medina's she's a contortionist. Chris sounds, Chris sounds like Tom Sandoval playing the trumpet, and then Sydney does a cheerleader routine, and it isn't bad, but. It's a cheerleader routine. It completely falls flat. She seemed to be so confident like that she was going to go out in there and nail this and crickets. It was really awkward. Uh, I want to like Sydney, but she's making it really challenging for me to do that. Then Lexi gets up there and says she's the world's best kisser. Prove it. And Joey wants to be the judge. And the moment comes for Joey to pick the winner for Bachelor Nation Mrs. Wright pageant. And the kissing paid off. There, there's. It's a no-doubter. It is Lexi. She's someone I tabbed from day one as one of my favorites in the end, and that has not changed here after three episodes. As part of this group tape, we have nighttime, which we all know is the right time, and Lexi learns that she was rewarded and appreciated for stepping out of her comfort zone, and Joey tells her, like, hey, our connection is effortless. He kisses her for a second time, and I could not feel better about Lexi and Joey. Kelsey A, she gets some one-on-one time, doesn't like a lot of attention, but talks about being uncomfortable today. And Joey kind of appreciates her honesty and was impressed with her personality coming out. He opens up, and it seems that they really, really like her as well. Um, He tells us how strongly he feels and feels something there. He makes out with her. Edwina gets some time. Allison juggles a soccer ball with, 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 with him. Maria has a bone to pick with Joey, though, and he is intrigued. She tells him that today was not very hard for her, or excuse me, was very hard for her, and wasn't necessarily in a comfort zone on stage, and she feels this was a talent show and not a kissing contest. Fair point, fair point. And he actually liked how much of her he got to see today, and she kind of cops to being, hey, I'm an introvert, and he affirms with her that there's obviously something there between the two of them, which I kind of thought was surprising. So that's that's an interesting kind of twist in the episode. Joey asked Medina if she's okay with what she was upset about from, at, the, at the cocktail party, and she wants to be honest, but she doesn't want to take away from getting to know him, and which is what you should be saying, right? That's, that's something where we've seen people get into trouble in the past, and she's talking about kind of like the house dynamics and the conversation about her age and, hey, I'm not that old, and how she felt like she was being bullied which might be stretching it a little here. All right. Joey brings it up to the group and he wants to get to the bottom of the drama, but he leaves it at that. Group date rose goes to Kelsey A. But after he leaves, Medina tells everyone that she felt bullied by Maria. And then she didn't say who to Joey, though, which I was nice of her. Then Sydney jumps in and says she felt bullied too. And Sydney gets up and leaves and says she's done being attacked tonight. And it's like. It's like Bluto in Animal House. And he's like, who's with me? No one. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Germans? He's rolling. Anyhow, we get back to the house. Sydney is in full spiral and meltdown mode. And it's still acting like she's being bullied. And Maria, a bully? Or is she just direct? Uh, she seems to patch things up with Medina. But the whole thing with Sydney, that, that really hangs in the balance. As another date card arrives, Jen, with two ends, love is a wild ride, and uh, she's this is Jen of go-karting on, on day one fame, and first stop, they hit a surf shop for a surfing date, and to say that they were struggling in the water might be a bit of an understatement. Also, that water is frigid, especially the time of year they're filming this, like early fall. Um I've been in that water a little, a little bit further south in San Diego, which theoretically should be a little bit warmer. Uh, but Joey thinks they click in a lot of ways, and they kind of get back to the beach and they lay down on the sand and they make out because man, Joey is racking up the makeouts. And we go to the nighttime, which we know is the right time, and she has a lot to tell her. Her dad, man, slept in the basement separate from her mom for six years and. She felt unwanted most, much of her life by her dad. And she never felt, truly felt loved. And her dad is not part of her life anymore. And we dove in heavy real quick. And he embraces kind of the, the, the tough road. And again, they make out because he's Joe. And they, they cap it with a drone light show. Today has been a dream. And then a rose. And then, Jen, will you accept this rose? Which was a nice little twist. And I really didn't see her coming at all. And for Sure. Without a doubt, the Mister Mojo Rising Award for the week goes to Jen because she came out of nowhere. In my opinion, um, I was I was impressed with her. It was a good date. She opened up. They had a good time. Uh, they attempted to surf, and when you have any day at the beach, is a good day, in my opinion. So we we go back to the mansion, and it's time for a second group date, and that's Caitlin, Autumn, Rachel, Daisy, Evelyn, um. Kelsey T star in Jess and I really wanted to get to know star really wanted to get to know her and we did not and unfortunately we won't be able to revisit that maybe paradise I don't know there seems to be rumors out there though that paradise might not be happening in the summer which would be awful Paradise is the big leagues of this franchise, in my opinion. These are the feeder shows, the minor leagues. And Paradise is where you want to be. Paradise is where we have success. Paradise is where we have fun and are campy. And it's a place I've been a couple times, and I love it there at Playa Escondido. But Tennis State on what appear to be grass courts, but look like maybe they are turf. I think they've come up with some shorter turf for keeping... Tennis court's uh, in grass mode without being uh, actual grass. And Joey's invited some tennis legends. He has James Blake and Pam Shriver both there, both big names in the world of tennis. And they get a bit of a lesson. And then here comes Jesse. He's like, hey, let's introduce some head-to-head competition. I'm like, this is not a sport where you can just jump in and have head-to-head competition. This isn't pickleball. Uh, The Crybabies pair, Autumn and Daisy, Star and Rachel the hot dog and bun, Caitlin and Jess, the Beehive; Kelsey T and Evelyn, lobster and butter. And lobster and butter win the bachelor open. And I'm like, go Kelsey T and Evelyn, way to go! And the the babies had the best shtick though. Autumn and Daisy, I like them both. Uh, and they're like, babies can't have champagne anyway. And like, they were really hamming it up, really having a good time. I enjoyed them, and which I hopefully Joey got to see some of that because I I feel like. That really gave us some insight into who the two of those women are. We go to the nighttime. Eh, Maybe it was the right time. Caitlin gets the first one-on-one time, and she's someone that is a bit, we don't know a ton. We got got a little bit of her last week, and all the women in her family are single. Really selling success here, Caitlin. She's kind of giving me some serious crazy vibes, especially with those Awful fake eyelashes she was wearing this week. And Joey observes this as uh, her being surrounded by some strong, independent women, and then they kiss. That may be true. Is it also a family with extreme commitment issues? That might not be the best partner for you. Um, Again, don't know all the pieces of the puzzle and and the uh, inter-family dynamics. Rachel... From Hawaii is up next. And last week she got the Mojo Rising Award, and this time she gets her earring immediately stuck on Joey's sweater, and but then proceeds to share about her family, and of course they make out. Kelsey too gets on. Kelsey T also gets on the the kiss leaderboard. Um, Joey seems to really be curious about her. He likes both Kelsey's. and then there's Daisy who wants to circle back to see, hey, you got any questions about all that information that I shared with you last week? And she wants him to know, like, hey. I'm fully capable. She's self-conscious about her implant. It makes her different, but he says, no, it makes you special. And they two kiss seventh woman of the episode. And the group date rose actually goes to Caitlin, which I thought was a little surprising, but I suppose it needed to go to someone and he didn't want a super favorite Daisy here. Uh, We go back again to the mansion. It's obvious that Sydney, Sydney does not like Maria. But she's trying to be eh, a bit graceful. Overall, the vibe, though, it's pretty good. And then enter jesse Palmer. Joey doesn't want to have a cocktail party. Yes, we know what you're going to say next, Jesse. He wants to have a pool party. But little did we know that we would have the most egregious product placement in the history of this show. He wants to do something very special. And they are kicking the party off with some KFC product placement. Which led me to think, when's the last time I ate some KFC. And I couldn't come up with a real great answer. I'm thinking it's been a solid fourteen or so years since I ate some KFC. Which I don't know if that's an indictment on KFC, a lack of locations near where I live here in Austin, Texas, where we are we we like to favor the local businesses. And there are some side convos that happen here at the pool party. And one of them, Sydney shares that Maria attacked Medina. And how she has now become Maria's target and has been verbally attacked. And now she's now, and like, talks about like, hey, I was, what I was called was embarrassing. It was weird. It was dumb. And this is a hostile environment. I don't know if any of this is true. But now Joey wants to talk to Maria. And he wants to hear both sides of the story, as he should. And this is the rare occasion where the accused on this show comes out smelling a lot nicer than the accuser. It usually doesn't happen. It's usually like accuser makes the accusation and they win. But here, like he's got to sift through this, this like mean girl and this cat fighting and Joey wants to talk to Maria and Maria says, Hey, I'm not a bully says that she's not been received as well as maybe she would have liked to have been in the house. But that her past being bullied is something that makes her never want to be a bully herself. And Joey can tell she's confused. He's confused as well. But then Maria says, if you like Sydney, then there's no way that you like me, because we are so different. And usually when you say that, that blows up your spot. But now Joey's wishing he had asked more from Sydney. And he felt Maria was talking to him in a much more real way than Sydney. So he's bought in on Maria's side of the story which never happens. Congratulations to you, Maria. You fought your way out of this. And then abruptly, the party's over. And it's time for the ladies to get ready for the rose ceremony. And then Sydney shares that enough is enough. This has to be addressed. And Sydney's starting to get cray and manipulative. And while she sits here and says that Maria is the one doing the manipulating, this really seems like at this point, Sydney's, Just trying to get on paradise. Hopefully there is paradise. The roses, the rose ceremony. Caitlin, Jen, and Kelsey A., they all have roses. So who got them? Lexi, my homegirl, first rose. Leah, the recipient of the first impression, rose the second. Kelsey T., who Joey seems a little intrigued by. Rachel, last week's Mr. Mojo winner. Daisy, who... I skipped Medina. Medina, who's been involved in this controversy. Daisy, who is a front-runner, really like like no other. Uh, Jess, who somehow just keeps hanging around. Not a fan. Edwina, Autumn, who we still don't know much about her, although she was great as the the baby alongside Daisy on The Tennis Date. Allison, the little sis. Maria, who is involved in all of the drama. And then finally... Sydney, and this has, 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 has to be a setup for a two-on-one date next week. Uh, we do say adios to Evelyn, Star, and Krissa. I, Star, I wanted to know more. I wanted to know more, um, but um, maybe that opportunity presented present itself again in the future. Well, we take a look ahead to next week. It's Monday and Tuesday nights, and we're in Malta with Gladiator Joey, uh, maybe Russell Crowe will show up dancing, mopeding, kissing Lexi, kissing Kelsey T, Jess rolling in paint with him, Maria trying to keep love and positivity, and definitely a two on one on a boat. I'm on a boat, and um, after the credits, Jesse fully clothed in a Colonel Sanders pool float while eating KFC and rehearsing his lines. The final rose of the night. This is the final rose of the night? Final rose of the night. Why do I have to? Why do I have to tell anyone? Thank you for for the self awareness. Everyone does know there's only one on the table. We don't need to announce it. Uh, I liked his alternative ways uh, instead of time to say your goodbyes. Ladies kick rocks. Ladies adios, which I like because I say we say adios too. every time someone goes home on this show. Ladies hit the road. And do we have any more KFC? Which took me right to Frank the Tank. Hey honey, think KFC still open? that brings us to the end of the episode. And as we wrap up each week, um, whether whether Kate's here or not, I like to do top four leaders in the clubhouse. And we're going to do that again today. And I, for sure, slam dunk, have Daisy in that group after last week. And then a a great kind of one-on-one time this week. Daisy, for sure, surefire player in there. Um, I think the... Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm going to ride the Lexi train until there's a reason not to. I think he really likes Lexi. I think she's a great fit for him. So those two, and that then, then it gets a little, uh, little cloudy. We've kind of lost touch with Leah, the first impression rose uh, recipient. So I'm a little um, holding off on in, including her in my leaders in the clubhouse. So I think where I'm going to go this week is we have Daisy and Lexi. I think Kelsey A was someone he really gravitated towards this week. I'm going to include her. And then that last spot is really a toss-up between Jen, who was Mr. Mojo Rising this week, and Rachel, who was Mr. Mojo Rising last week. I think I'm going to have to go with a little bit of recency bias and go with Jen from this week. So we have Jen, Kelsey A, Daisy, and Lexi. Those are my four leaders in the clubhouse after three episodes of Joey's season of The Bachelor And a reminder, we are brought to you by our partners over at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral four, reality.com. That's where we play all of our fantasy games, including the one for the Bachelor season right now. It's not too late to sign up. Sign up with your friends, coworkers, colleagues, family, whoever loves the show. Play along with them. Let's take a quick look at the results right now. Um, The leading scorer for the season is still Leah. Really surged ahead on episode one, courtesy of the first impression roast. But this week, it was a trio of women tying the scoring with 80 points. That was Jen, Kelsey A., and Caitlin. And we'll dive into just one, and that's Jen. Where did she get her points from? Kissed them four times for 10 points apiece on each of those. Uh, She got a rose, or she got to go on a one-on-one date, and she got a rose this week. Uh, So that is how she accumulated 80 points for the week. Meanwhile, uh, Kelsey A went about it by getting a group date rose, kissing him, and receiving a rose for the week. So uh, just a little, we don't ever talk about, we've been doing it now this season, we don't ever talk about how you accumulate points over in Fantasy Ferality, but that is how the sausage is made. Um, Stay tuned on the network. Like I said, no mixed bag this week. We'll be back this coming week. We'll be talking Bachelor, we'll be talking Mixed Bag. And a reminder, hey, if you were listening and you are interested in being a guest host here on the Bachelor Nation pod, hit me up. We're looking for someone to help fill Kate's shoes while she is out, but we are excited for her to return when she's ready. Um, reminder, follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, After Reality Podcast. Also reminder, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to check out our website, after You can find me over on the Twitter or the X or whatever they call it at Spencer Kitley. That's all one word. That's where you can hit me up if you are interested in uh maybe guesting on the show, or you can slide into our DMs at After Reality Podcast on Instagram. Uh, at Fantasy4Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality.